My dear faithful, this morning I want to share with you an experience that I'm sure you guys all experienced yourselves, not just a week ago. I woke up very early on Monday morning. Um, the baby was crying as somebody else was crying. There we go. There's another baby crying. That's what they do. God bless them. And I went to the room to see what was going on. And I was surprised because there was a smell in the air. And I got really worried. Oh, my gosh, the church is on fire. So I left the, the apartment and I started running around the complex trying to figure out what was burning. Of course, nothing was burning. It was because there were these fires that were swiftly spreading throughout the North Bay. And as we woke up that morning and we watched the news, we learned that there were these fires that were spreading and that there were, you know, uh, trees and the forestation and buildings that were starting to uh, be destroyed as a result of the fires. Um, I'm sure you guys all had a very similar experience if you lived in and around this area. Um, Well, my immediate concern that my own church and residence wasn't burning down was immediately replaced with a concern of all of those other people who were being affected by these fires. And since then, we've known that thousands of buildings have burned down, that thousands of people, as a result, have uh, been evacuated or placed in temporary shelters. Um, And of course, we know that, unfortunately, there have been several deaths as well, the most deadly fire in the history of California. Well, in the face of this, I don't know if you are like me, I'm wondering to myself, what is it that I can do? I want to do something. I want to be helpful. I want to be part of the solution. And and initially, anyway, I found that it was a little bit difficult to try to find some outlet for my desire to help. Um, We learned that the Red Cross is on site. We learned that, you know, for the most part, the disaster relief is going well. But still, we have in our hearts this innate desire to want to do something when we see that people are in trouble. I think on some very deep level, regardless of our circumstances in our lives, we feel like we have to do something, whether or not we can do anything. And sometimes that just means posting an article on Facebook, and sometimes that just means donating $5 to the Red Cross. Even if we do a little something, we feel like we have to satiate our conscience. And that's a very natural human response in the face of disaster. A deep-rooted concern for all of these people who have been affected by uh, this tragedy, and that's rightfully so. Even within our own community, we have word that there are over four families whose primary homes have been destroyed as a result of the fire and that have been evacuated to shelters or temporary housing. Fortunately, most of them had family, so they're being taken care of. Nevertheless, we feel a very deep sense of responsibility to do something. And the question it always comes down to, how much am I able to contribute? What's the right amount of intervention or support on my part to be able to satiate my conscience and feel as though I'm doing the right thing and hopefully still make a difference in the process? In our minds, we're kind of always negotiating this. Is it $20? Is it $50? Is it $100? Some, somehow, some way, we come to some sort of a conclusion. And of course, on some level, it's almost always monetary or or it's regarding some sort of limited resource. Now, this is very relevant because today in the gospel that we read from Mark in chapter 12, Christ is speaking to us about just this scenario, this exact scenario. He speaks to the disciples about an example of generosity. He talks about two people who are in the temple. One of them uh, gives a very generous donation. A rich man very publicly gives a generous donation towards the poor. And he's celebrated. And there is there a a very poor widow who gives what he says is 
um, you know, two mites, which is something like less than the equivalent of the value of a single penny in according, like today's U.S. economy. But she gives that from her poverty. And Christ proclaims that that woman who gives out of her poverty will be blessed by her Father in heaven more than the rich man who gives out of his wealth. Now, this idea, which is very much echoed in the writings of the church fathers, that generosity is defined by how much we withhold, not how much we give, is very crucial to understanding what Jesus' concept of generosity for us is. He wants us to be generous. What does that mean? How do we be generous? For Christ, it means that we give from our poverty. We give from our poverty. Now, we know that we're not just poor in money, but we're poor in many things. Many of us are poor in time. Many of us are poor in energy. Many of us are poor in health. Many of us have areas in our lives where we feel we don't have enough to share with other people. And those are the areas in our lives where Christ is calling on us to be generous because it's in that generosity that our lives are transformed and we grow grow closer to God and we become closer to the perfection of the example of Jesus Christ that we learn about in the gospel. To give you some concrete examples of this, I share with you this. In our family lives, we all struggle with our lack of time. Certainly those of you here who are parents and have children, you're working and you struggle to find the time to share with your kids or your spouses. This is the area where Christ is calling you to be generous. Share from the poverty of your time in these circumstances with your children and with your spouses. Invest in those relationships. Make them rich. Make them opportunities to share in learning, to share in joy, to share in peace, and it is in that circumstance where Christ comes and he's present and he blesses our circumstances. Be generous in the poverty of your time. For those of us that feel as though we work so hard we don't have any energy to share with others, that is the area that we must be generous in. This is a a generosity of vocation or service. If we feel as though we don't have the energy to get out there and to help, to serve, to volunteer, to be involved, to be engaged civically, spiritually, within our churches, our homes, or our workplaces, then we're not being generous with our energy. Christ is calling upon us to be generous with that energy, to give from our poverty, because it's in that that our energy will be reestablished and renewed, and we'll find a never-ending source of that which we need to be able to contribute positively to the society and communities that we're a part of. And lastly, of course, there is material to generosity. And we're not just speaking about money, but we're speaking about resources that are limited. We know that in the case of the circumstances with this fire, we're going to be called upon to be generous. This is our community, and there are members of our community that are being affected by this. We have a responsibility to give out of our various poverties for the sake of those people who have less than we do. According to the teachings of St. John Chrysostom, That, he says, which I have that I do not need does not belong to me. I do not possess it. That which I have that does not belong to me belongs to that person who needs it. This is what St. John Chrysostom believes because ultimately whatever we have in this life is a temporary gift which is given to us from Jesus Christ. If we do not need it, then it's not ours to keep. It's ours to give to those who do. This is material generosity, and we're going to practice it today when we take up a collection for uh, disaster relief for the North Bay and the victims of the fires there. But I want us to remember that in generosity, we do not sacrifice, but in generosity, not only are we rewarded, but we are renewed in all aspects of our life where we give out of that which we have little. 
I pray that the Lord bless uh, all of our efforts which we do in order to glorify Him along with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.